If it's humanly possible, then I can achieve it. What's up, everybody? John freaking Royster here, Diamond Strength Systems, and the lovely... Uh, she's not a guest, but... Who are you? The, lov- the lovely... Abby Lincheco! Hi! You're too <laughs> loud, bruh! Alright, sorry guys, I guess I'm too loud. These freaking... These spikes are popping on the screen. So that's, uh... They're going in the red zone, that's not okay. So, well... They're gonna blow their people's eardrums out. They They're listening you. to this with ear- headphones, I apologize for Jonathan's loudness. Yeah, what's up, I get crunk. It's like, it's 10 o'clock at night right now. Uh, I had a long day, so yesterday I went to Newark, uh, Granville, Granville, Ohio, which is in Newark, I guess. Uh, went up there for TDY, which is just Army talk, uh, so basically Army paid for a hotel, drove up there, uh, stayed the night, got up early this morning, went and took my Army physical fitness test, my APFT, uh, which was kind of funny because they... So the first sergeant commander, I think they, because we have I have three other NCOs in my recruiting station, and we're NCOs. You know, we lead by example, and I think my commander wanted me to go all the way up there and take a PT test with them, which is two and a half hours away, because he may have had either some trust issues and didn't think we were going to perform the APFT to standard, or he thought this old powerlifter here couldn't uh, hold up hold up with him on the track, but he was the only one that beat me. He only beat me by about like ten seconds, which I wasn't even trying to beat him. I was just trying to run. Yeah, I was just trying to run. You know, I'm a powerlifter meathead, so like, fuck, like I just wanted to cross this finish line here. So, see, I went up there, took my APFT test. After the APFT test, went back to the hotel, showered. Uh, freaking packed all my shit up, went across the street to McDonald's, got me two McGriddles, an apple pie, and a, uh, venti cafe mocha from Starbucks that was inside the hotel, so I got that, got the coffee first. Uh, was in the hotel? Yeah, there's a Starbucks in the hotel. I didn't know that, that was cool. Yep, Starbucks in the hotel. Um, so yeah, that was my morning. After that, uh, I took about a 20, 30 minute drive north. Uh, more north than I already was to some kind of like Ohio Adventures Park or some something like that. I don't know what it's called. It's like an outdoor, uh, like rec center. I guess they had like outdoor laser tags and like rock climbing. You could camp there, take your RV, your camper, all that fun stuff. We did some future soldier training. So all the future soldiers at our recruiting station, um, freaking, uh, went up there to compete against the other stations in our company to you know we, we kind of had these competitions like flag football excuse me not flag football freaking ultimate football freaking isn't that the same thing flag, flag football and ultimate football is different what's the, ultimate football ultimate football is where you you have a football and you can run our rules may be different than others but you could run laterally so side to side as yeah. much as you wanted like as far as you wanted to as long as you were inbounds in the cones but you can only like throw the ball and catch it. 
and you only had three feet after you caught the ball to like stop and slow down. So if like you're running for a pass, you can't you don't catch the ball and take three great big leaping jumps to get ground. You you run, you catch the ball, and because your momentum's carrying you, you just try to slow down within three feet. So you you, catch, you run, catch the ball, and you stop, and then you got to throw the ball again. So you just got to you're constantly throwing the ball down the field. Oh, so it's like ultimate frisbee. Yeah, it's the same freaking thing. <laughs> and we played with a frisbee, so we we had a frisbee and a football, and the losing. So let's say team A scores a touchdown, team B will pick football or frisbee for the next kickoff. Uh, so yeah, I'd freaking done that shit all day. Uh, it was actually fun. I had a good time. Uh, some parents and family members came out to show their support for their, you know, kid or sister or whatever brother that was getting ready to enlist in the United States Army. So it was good to see their support, all that good stuff. So that was my day today. Uh, come back home. We got another uh, microphone for the computer, which we're having trouble with right now because. My technological skills only go so far. Uh, and then we, we got some stuff done around the house, I think. Did we no. get anything done around the house? No. Okay, we got nothing done around the house. Uh, what else happened when I got home? From the, from the time we got back, what do we eat for dinner? Chinese. Is it? Yeah. Is sushi Chinese? Japanese. You said we ate Chinese. <laughs> I don't know where the hell we were at. We were at this place called Fuji Express or something. They have really good food, but nobody in town eats from there. And I can't figure out why. Maybe it's maybe they're like cooking up some dog or something. I don't know. Well, today they had a thing downtown. That I think it was called First Friday. So I think they do it on the first Friday of every month up to December. But um, it's just a way for the local stores just to get some business in the town. Because we do have a little town that we live in. But... I think a lot of people were down there today. Even in the past, though, we haven't been able to really see too many people there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know why they don't eat there. But let's get into this thing. So today's podcast, we're going to, uh, so the quote, if it's humanly possible, then I can achieve it. That's something I've been telling myself for a long time. And I've been telling myself that for so long, I don't know if, it's something that I created and made up myself, or if I heard it from somewhere else. You heard it from somewhere else. Who, who is it then? I don't know. I've heard it from someone else. How do you know that they didn't listen and hear it from me? Because I know. All right. Well, if any listeners out there know the original person that said that quote, please let me know. Here, I'll Google it. Don't Google it. They're just commenters. All right, she's going to Google it. Ain't nobody going to listen to this podcast anyways. Maybe one day. If it's humanly possible, then I can achieve it. That's the quote. Google it. Tell me what pops up. Okay, hold on. With her new iPhone X10 2000. 18? 18. No, 2000. Like, you know, like Super, <laughs> super Blaster 2000. Like Super Soaker 9 billion. Oh, okay. Who said it? I don't know. Look, right there. John Royster. It says John Royster right there. Came up with a quote well, look, on see, Google. If it's humanly possible, I know I could do it. No. It's the same thing. No, I said achieve it's, it. I said same, achieve it. It's the same thing. Okay. Go, go to the dictionary and look up the word achieve. Booger. Do it. It's, it's not next to that. It's the same. <laughs> All right, whatever. So somebody's somebody said that shit before. I've been saying on myself that for a long time. Uh, if you know me. Marcus Aurelialis. 
I don't know how to say that. This guy. Aurelius. Aurelius. A U R E L I U S. Said it. Aurelius. We'll say Aurelius. I don't even know how to. I can, my. I feel like I can read, pretty decent. I mean, I can I can read at a college level. I passed the college class, so I know I can at least read at a college level. That was a level one hundred class. Listen, we all start somewhere, okay? And it's it's words in college I had to read. It says college level. So, uh, yeah, so I've been telling myself that for a long time. Uh, I kind of live by anybody who knows me. If, you, if, you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you know me, um, you know I'm a hard worker. You know I don't quit. And most likely, you know if I say I want to do something, I want to do it. Uh, yeah. growing up, not too many people, actually, so I just made this, I just made this video for Iron City Barbell, which we'll be talking about here in a minute. Uh, we just made a video for Iron City Barbell, motivational video with C.T. Fletcher talking in the background, talking about, uh, you know, no, what these motive, he says what these motivational speakers aren't supposed to tell you is that you can't do something, but every, every uh, like motivational speech anybody has ever told him was just doubt and that he's not going to be able to do this. He's not going to be able to do that. That's what really motivated him. So this quote really motivated me and not too many people's ever doubted me. Nobody's ever really told me I couldn't do something. Uh, maybe I just started when I was young, but nobody's ever told me I can't do something. And I don't know. I just think that if something's humanly possible, then I can do it. But it's got to be in like the, it's got to be in the, the the genre of what I want to do. I mean, you know, if someone tells you, "Oh, you can't get a degree from Harvard." Well, you know what? I don't fucking want one from Harvard. I ain't gonna try to get it either. So I gotta want it. You know, so if I'm not, if I don't want it, if I don't want to go at least attempt to do it. Then I'm not I'm not gonna you know bust blow my load trying to get you know trying to accomplish mission here so that's the quote for today. Can I pick next week's quote? Yeah, he picked next week's quote. Okay. All right, so we're gonna move into some upcoming events in Ohio. So these are upcoming fitness related events, uh, mostly powerlifting competitions here in the next couple months. Uh, I got some locations, some dates. Got some got some good stuff. So listen up. If you're interested in some powerlifting competitions, this these are the powerlifting competitions that I was able to research. So, you know, if your gym or whatever's not listed in what I'm about to tell you, tough titty. Uh this is just what I could pull. So APF, a high state championship, is Saturday, September eighth. It, it, the sanction is APF and AAPF in West Lafayette, Ohio. Next one is the North American International Championships. Saturday, September 8th, APA in Lebanon, Ohio. After that, we got the Miami Valley Sports Festival powerlifting meet. Saturday, September 22nd. Uh, it's not sanctioned, but it's in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, Fall Classic Push-Pull at Hybrid Strength. Uh, Saturday, October 13th. Not sanctioned. It's in Troy, Ohio. Uh, Ironman's 
30th annual bench press competition, Saturday, October 20th. It's not sanctioned. It's it's in Ashtonbula, Ohio. Ashtonbula, Ohio, something like that. Uh, next two, Samson Gym bench press deadlift CU meet. I don't know what CU meet. It says BP. Bench press. Yep, DL. Deadlift. CU. Curl. Maybe it's curl. Maybe they're doing a strict <laughs> curl there, which is dumb anyways, but whatever. I don't do it, so it's dumb. That, uh, the Samson Gym competition, Saturday, November 3rd. Uh, the sanction is NGPF in Hamilton, Ohio. And the 14th annual USPA Drug Tested Ohio Cup. Set new Ohio State drug test records. Saturday, November 10th, USPA and Beria, Ohio. Alright, so I don't know where half those fucking places are at, but uh, our gym that we attend and go to and, and work at. out at, yep, and train at. Uh, I'll have Abby cover, you know, some of the, some of who they are and all that good stuff and, and I'll let her run with it. I need to drink my coffee. So I made coffee at 10 o'clock at night. Oh, whoa. My phone says nine, nine. Oh, that's a picture. Oh, snap. (laughs) All right. So I took a screenshot of this picture on Facebook earlier. And so it looks like I'm on Facebook right now, but it's actually a picture. And I noticed the time was way off by like an hour. So I about blew my mind. Anyways, it's 10 o'clock at night. Made myself coffee. Uh, I freaking love coffee. It's, it's, it's almost like having a nice warm glass of hot chocolate before bed. Um, for me, anyways, I'll need a couple cups to get the caffeine. Figure this podcast will help me blow it out of me before I go to bed. So, All right, let me talk now. I want to drink some coffee. Abby's going to talk. All right, so Iron City Barbell in Jackson, Ohio is having their 5K walk slash run on June 9th at 8 o'clock in the morning. I think that's when you go when you go there at 8 o'clock in the morning, and I don't really know when the walk or run starts. It doesn't really say. But um, if you registered before June 1st, you could have gotten a free T-shirt, I think, with your registration. Oh, yeah, today's June 1st, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> so it's kind of late for that, but I think they will have extra T-shirts there for you guys to buy. Um, the reason why they're doing this 5k walk slash run is because it's their one year anniversary from the day that they opened. This gym was originally a gym called Preferred Fitness and Jamie Ball and Jenny Ball both took it over and changed it to Iron City Barbell. We have yet to find out why they called it Iron City and I think it's because they're called the Ironman. Yeah, so, Jackson. so Jackson, Ohio are known as like. The Jackson Ironman, or like the Iron Workers, and Iron City, and all that stuff. So I think uh, Iron City Barbell just kind of fit the gym and location perfectly for them. So yeah, but we can figure out what the reason behind that is. We'll ask Jamie about it later on. And um, this day is supposed to be filled with fun for everyone. So if there's any kids, yeah, everybody can do this shit. It's not like. It's not like the death race. Like, your life's on the line. You know, it's going to be a fun-filled event. Everybody can, can go to it. It's a run-slash-walk, so... It's just a fun way to get out of the house and get be part of the community and support your local businesses out there. All you single fathers and single mothers out there, freaking strap your little little ones up in a freaking... Well, wheelchair, not wheelchair. 
what do you call it, stroller, get your butt out there and walk this thing. Or run it if you got one of them high speed, like, try, what are they, try, uh... Triathlons? No. Tricycles? No, what did I just call the, the baby stroller? Oh, a tri-stroller. <laughs> if you got one of them high speed tri-strollers out there, get out there and take off on this thing. It's a run slash walk. Uh, okay, so we're getting into some other... Wait. Ma- what? Wait, Iron City Barbell is having another event in October, which is their powerlifting meet called Halloween Havoc, October 20th, I believe. And it's not not sanctioned, but anyone can do it. And I think they go by IPF weight classes. Yeah. That's the only thing that they do. But there isn't really much information about it. We don't know when the registration is because they haven't put it out yet. But that is something to look out for if you are in the area of Jackson, Ohio, that you could do. There's a powerlifting meet October 20th, if that's your first. If you're thinking about doing a first powerlifting meet, it's a good one to do because it's just a f- bunch of people that love to do powerlifting and support Yeah, it's not other. like, it's just kind of like your hometown powerlifting competition. It's not, I mean, it's not sanctioned. The gym's doing it all there. You know, it's not like high state championships or anything like that. So, it's just, if it's a, if you're wanting to do your first powerlifting competition, I highly recommend doing this one. Uh, it's a good location. Uh, the gym's nice. Uh, I, I like it. And I think they, so the last power they made they had, he had to walk your weight out. But there is some talk that he might try to get a monolift for this power they meet. So there could or could not be a monolift at this place come freaking October 20th. So I don't know. Fingers crossed. I hope he get a monolift. I'll try to talk Jamie, uh, into getting one, but we'll see. And you don't have to wear a singlet. I think that was one of the rules last yeah, last time. I don't think you had to wear a singlet. I think you were able to just wear whatever you wanted to wear. Feel comfortable to do that. Freaking. Some people don't like to wear a singlet. I'm doing it naked then. All right. Go nah. in your birthday suit. Nah, I ain't going to do that. It's close to your birthday. It's close. It is, isn't it? When's my birthday? November 27th. Oh, February 1st for you. Don't even ask me. Because <laughs> uh, I know she was going to. So, uh, yeah. So, Jackson, Ohio. Iron City Barbell. Hosting Patterns Competition October 20th. Moving into uh, Lexington Strength, Lexington Extreme up in Grove City, Ohio. Uh, these are, let me see here. Uh, one, two, three, four. I got five events for them. So August 18th, Lexington Extreme in Grove City, Ohio is going to have the Lexington Dog Days. Dog Days? Yeah, Lexington Dog Days. Can I bring my dog? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. That's just when the meat is. I haven't pulled up all the info on it. Uh, if you want... You're in the red zone. I'm, fucking ye- I'm yelling into this microphone right now. I'm just hyped up. It's late. I'm, I've, I've been gone all, all weekend. <laughs> Not even. You've been gone a day. You're so extra. Well, I have, you know, I'm just excited to be here and excited to podcast. All right, I'll, t- I'll try to quit yelling at everybody. So, Dan Daig... <laughs> is the guy that's going to be running this competition in Grove City. Uh, the address is 3679 Garden City, Grove City, Ohio, 43123. That's 18 of August, 2018. It's a Saturday. The next one is Sunday, June 10th at 10 a.m. Same location. That's going to be the Lexington Summer Slam. And the venue, it says venue change, Lexington Summer Slam. So... I don't know if it was something else and it, then it got called Lexington Summer Slam or if the name might change. I don't know what it is. But June 10th, Sunday, 10 a.m., 
Lexington Extreme, Grove City. After that, we got one November 17th. It's a Saturday at 9 a.m. It's going to be the Live Large Fall Brawl 2. This is going to be presented by Four Brothers Gym and Iron Mafia Live. Or uh, Iron Mafia Live Large Fall Brawl. Uh, Kelly Allen's one of the directors there. She's going to be doing that whole jizzy jazz. Um, I've never competed in an Iron Mafia powerlifting meet. Uh, I've heard they're, they run their meets very well, but I don't know. October 26th, which is a Friday at 9 a.m., uh, the Lexan Fall Classic. It's a Lexan Extreme. That's it. <laughs> that's all I can say about that. Lexan Fall Classic, that's probably the one that I'm going to... Actually, that is the one that I'm going to do. Um, so I'll be competing in Grove City on October 26th for the Lexan Fall Classic. What federations are these in? This is a RPS. So they're all RPS. All these... Well, not all of them. Well, the ones that you just said. When I... Yeah, the ones I first... Yeah, the ones I just said. So, so the ones before... You said which they were. Yeah, I said were. what sanctions they were in, like USPA or whatever. Yeah. And then we went into the 5K, and then we went into the Lexington. All these, I'm pretty sure, are just all RPS sanctioned competitions. And all these ones at Lexington Strength, if you go up there and do good enough, it will uh, qualify you for the Arnold Classic, which I, I, I'm going to do. So I'm going to go up and do this competition, and I want to qualify for the Arnold Classic next year, and I want to go up there and... Show him what old John Royster's made of. What are you laughing about? What's so funny? <laughs> what? Are you laughing at me? Sweating? You stuttered. So bad. I stuttered? Yeah. I'll take, I'll handle you later. <laughs> Listen, guys and gals. It's late. That was funny. So on d- 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 December 2nd, <laughs> December 2nd, <laughs> Sunday. Drop that beat. Drop that beat. Duh, 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 duh. December 2nd, Sunday, 9 a.m. Lexan Triple X or Lexan XXX. I like Triple X. It sounds better. Yeah. It's like Dose Achies. Dose Achies. Triple Achies. Yeah, so Lexan's Triple Achies. Achy Break Your Heart. <laughs> I swear. Good country song. Uh, I don't know. It just says Lexan XXX. It's uh, December 2nd, Sunday, 9 a.m. Grove City. Uh, yep, that's that. So. Goodness gracious. Something in our hometown. Yeah, that's another one. We got more events coming up for you. In our hometown? Yes, yeah, this is here in Galapolis. Oh. So, we're here in Galapolis. Well, it's not my hometown. It's just where we're at right now. This is home. No, this is not home. Ohio but, is my home. <laughs> we're in Ohio. I know, but I want to call Galapolis my home. We just live well, here. Well, my home is in But Portsmouth. this is home. Like, we are in our home. We're in our home, but when I think of home, I think of, like, my but, mom's home in Portsmouth. But when we go somewhere and we're, we go on a trip, we say, let's go home. And that means to Galapolis, Ohio. Yeah, so here in our home, uh, <laughs> there's a gem. Or, or I guess there's a hospital slash gem. Holzer Health System. So it's like a system. Because they call themselves Holzer, Holzer Health Systems. Like Diamond Strength Systems? Yeah. But not as cool? Yeah. Alright, so Holzer Health Systems, uh, they have a gym that's like, I don't know, a mile, two miles from my from our house. Yeah. I usually go there and run in the mornings for a PT test, but now I'm not. So you don't have to wake up in the morning. Hashtag fuck PT. Hashtag go powerlifting. 
Yeah, so so that uh, Holzer safety department is going to be putting together a Southern Ohio Krav Maga. Actually, no, 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 no. Check that. Southern Ohio Krav Maga is teaming up with the Holzer Safety Department to present kids self-protection, safety, and a, and a fitness workshop. So the first group is for the kids ages from 6 to 11, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. I need to get a date. Oh, oh, hold on here. What was the date for this? Wow. Let me get you a date real quick. You messed up. I'm not, back off. <laughs> I gotta go. Let me get y'all a date real quick. Uh, events. Karav Maga. Karav Maga. Find events nearby. Yeah, what, what have you seen? Right here. Hold, hold, hold on. I'm on. I'm on some. June 23rd. So June 23rd is going to be the Krav Maga Fitness Shebang Bang. The, uh, so the first group, 6 to 11, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Second group is for youth ages, 12 to 17, from 10.15 to 11.15 p.m. What? That don't make sense. So, yeah, that don't make sense. I think there's a typo because, yeah, I, th- I think it's a typo. It's probably going to be 10 a.m., so if this is something you're interested in, uh, reach out to us and we can contact him or you can contact him yourself. It don't matter. Uh, it's a private, closed event, and it's for all Holzer employees and their families only. So if you have a family member or something like that that works for Holzer, you can attend this. If not, tough titty. Uh, it's going to be held at the Holzer Therapy and Fitness Center on 2nd Avenue in Galapagos, Ohio. Uh, it's a high-energy, rambunctiously fun environment kids will be introduced to. Uh, introduced to what it takes to effectively react to violent encounters. They will teach the, the kids to be safer by using and practicing these movements. And it's proven effective Israeli Krav Maga self-defense system. They're going to learn self-awareness, verbal skills, importance of physical fitness. They're going to learn various self-defense techniques, punches, kicks, drills, all that fun stuff. It's $20 a kid. It's for Holzer families only. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, so, you know, if you want to gripe and complain, call us number 740-441-3301. That's a Holzer Safety Department. Or you can email Jennifer DeWitt. At J D E W I T T at Holzer.org. H O L Z E R. Dot org. Dot org. Uh, space is limited, so register as soon as possible. The, unstru- the instructor. The instructor is going to be Scott King. He's a second degree black belt in Krav Maga. Uh, he's been trained and certified as an instructor through the Krav Maga ICCS Israeli Contact Combat System. Jeez. Whew. Uh, if you want some more information on them, contact them at southernohogcroppamaga at gmail.com. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, wait. That's actually Facebook. That's not a picture. So let me go back to my pictures here. <clears throat> um, so here's one. You do that one. Oh, this one is in Beaver, Ohio. It's called a Dogwood Pass Run 5K and 10 Miler. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. So I said June 10th. Nope, June 3rd. June 3rd. Why did I say June 10th? Because you said 10 miler. You didn't oh. say June 10th, I don't think. 
Oh, okay. This one is on Sunday at 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. It says that you could be a cowboy for a day in this real old wild west town. Um, This 5K and 10 miler on June 3rd takes you through the town where you earn your sheriff's badge, race medal. So, what I guess if you win, or if you just compete, or you just partake in this 5K or a 10 miler, you get a race medal and which is a sheriff's badge. That's cool. Holla. Um, it just takes you back in time to the Wild West. Why is it called Dogwood? I thought it was or 5K where you bring your dogs. I got real excited. It's Dogwood Pass Run. I don't know. You can sign up at runsignup.com forward slash race forward slash Ohio forward slash beaver forward slash Dogwood Pass Run. They got a they got a Instagram or a freaking Facebook page. Um. Yeah, it's it's a Dogwood Pass Run public. It's probably like an area or maybe like a park or something. I don't know. Yeah. Next one. Next one. What's this? All right. So this next one I'm about to bring, or this next one I'm about to talk about is uh, coming from a local gym. And a guy I know runs it. His name's Dale King, owner of Portsmouth Spartan Kettlebell Club, uh, co-owner of Doc Spartan Products, president of Team SAR. Uh, Dale King has done a lot for the city of Portsmouth, Ohio. He was also on Shark Tank. He was also on Shark Tank with Doc Spartan Products. Um, so he's kind of like, I don't know, he's kind of like a mentor to me without knowing he's a mentor to me. So I'm, I, I kind of try to do, do some of the stuff that he's doing and try to learn from him. Uh, I kind of like let him make the mistakes before I make them. <laughs> Not saying he makes a whole lot of mistakes, but I learn a lot from him. I don't think he realizes how much I actually follow him or watch and listen to his stuff. We don't talk on a regular basis a whole lot, but you know we're friends. We we meet up occasionally. Uh, he's a great guy, very well spoken, United States Army uh, veteran. Uh, so June sixteenth, it's a Saturday. I'm gonna read this off so you can really feel what they're trying to tell you. Saturday, June 16th, the funnest and most orthodox fitness competition is back for its eighth year. We are taking over historic Spartan Stadium for a killer team competition where a portion of the proceeds benefit Team Sum Assembly Required. Now, what is Team Sum Assembly Required? Team Sum Assembly Required, I don't know all the details, but uh, they they all have, I don't want to call it a handicap. Disability? I don't even want to call it a disability. Like these people aren't just say. I mean, okay. so so some of these some of these individuals may be missing an arm or a leg, or a hand or a foot or a calf muscle or a combination of all those things. But I don't even want to call it a disability. I mean, these guys and gals are out there freaking killing it. You know, there's nothing disabled about them. I don't even want to call them a handicap, but they're kicking ass out there. They're doing more than half the people in America. So, but you get the point. <clears throat> Team assembly similarly required. Uh, teams are made up of four people, two guys, two girls, and they're featuring two divisions, the fast exercisers and not-so-fast exercisers. If you're having trouble deciding if you could do the majority of the open workouts in the RX category, choose fast exerciser. If not, choose not-so-fast ex- exerciser. So in the previous years, we've done track relays, ran the levee, push trucks, 
and even ventured into the enchanted forest. We are testing your fitness ability to communicate under stress and problem solve on the fly because this year will be the most insane yet. This competition is held in conjunction with previous years. Hold on, hold on, hold on here. I'm getting all crazy. This competition is held in conjunction with the biggest concert of the year in Portsmouth featuring two steel girls. Your favorite team registration gets you free admission to the concert, a value of $100. So come ready to throw down in the morning, then get down at the concert at Patties and Pints. So the registration fee is $225. I'm guessing that's for the entire team. I'm guessing that's for the team of four, not per person. That'd be a lot per person to go down there and get your ass kicked. It might be per person because if the concert... If admission to the concert is a value of a hundred dollars, I don't know. But then I don't know. I think go check our website out, pskcstrong.com, to get more information. Because I don't want to. I don't want to tell you all something that I'm not too sure of. But I think that the two hundred twenty-five dollar registration fee is for the entire team. I could be wrong, but this event is called the Gauntlet Eight. Gauntlet Eight, Rumble on the River. That's what's coming up from Portsmouth Spartan Kettlebell Club. Uh, good event. I'll actually be able to attend it this year or to actually be there. Uh, Are I'd you? Lo- I can't go. Well, you can't go. I can go. Oh, okay. This is going to be my first year here in Ohio, like that I've been in Ohio while this competition has went on. So I'm really excited to go down there. I want to try to get some videos, some pictures. It'll be a fun time. So... I think that's it with the upcoming meets. Or events. Oh, your stunt thing. Tell, oh. tell them about that. I am doing a stunt clinic with GC Stars in Bidwell, Ohio, for level two and level three cheerleading teams or cheerleading athletes. I'm just doing a stunt clinic from nine to one on June 16. That is, I believe it's $25 per athlete. And you're just going to learn a lot of techniques and a lot of drills. And at the end of the class or clinic, we're going to do a bunch of conditioning, which uh, I really love to do because I like to put these little athletes into a workout and see what they can do. A lot of them complain, but they push through. They actually push a lot harder than some adults do, which I love because um, these athletes are the future of our world. So we got to do them. We got to do them some good. Yeah, absolutely. I'm also Gotta get these little fuckers in shape. Get off the couch and play video games. Then, um, as I said in the previous uh, podcast, I am a gymnastics coach at Southern Ohio Gymnastics Academy down in Gallipolis. And I am doing a boot camp for adults only. So anyone, I guess, over the age of 17 can join this. I've gotten some interest in it. I'm doing it on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Don't ask me what time because I can't remember off the top of my head, but you can find it on my Facebook or their Facebook. Is it on your Instagram? No, it's not on my Instagram because... Hold up. I'll I'll check his Facebook. Let me check his Facebook out. Uh, Southern Ohio Gymnastics Academy. We'll get you a time for this. Power of technology, right? Yeah. Scroll down. No, it's not an event. It's just a post. Scroll down. Keep going. Keep going. 
Right there. Six-week fitness boot camp, adults only, starting June 18th. I don't know, what information was we supposed to get? Oh, Mondays, 7.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Tuesdays, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. and 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. The reason being why I chose Tuesdays is because there are open gyms for kids. So if you are a mom that doesn't have any child care, you can bring them to the gymnastics place and they can run around and do some gymnastics while you work out. Um, there's also another day on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. And if you can't make those nights times, then there is a time at Saturday at 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. It is $5 for gym members, so if you have a child already enrolled in that gym, then it's $5. If you're not, if you don't have a kid enrolled, then it's $8. So it's not bad. It's a fun time. It'll be a lot of circuit training, some light weights, a lot of body weights, and cardio. Full body workouts every single day. Love it. Hell yeah. And, uh, so tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock in the morning. 11. At 11 o'clock in the morning, uh, Abby and myself will be, so tomorrow's going to be June 2nd. Today's the 1st. Me and Abby's going to be up at Iron City Barbell having, uh, hosting our first Diamond Strength Boot Camp. Diamond, Diamond Diamond Body. Diamond Body Boot Camp is what we're calling it. Diamond Body Boot Camp. Uh, honestly, I don't think anybody's even going to show up. To tell you the truth, we've 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 uh, we've talked about it on social media. We try to promote it, talk about it. I don't think anybody's going to show up. I think they're scared. I think they're weak. Uh, and until some people show up and prove me wrong, uh, I'll just want to think that they're a bunch of weak sauce motherfuckers. Uh, so yeah, tomorrow, eleven o'clock in the morning, me and Abby's going to go up there. We're going to be ready to instruct a diamond body boot camp. Fitness class outside, rain or shine. Yep, if rain no, or shine. If rain or shine. If nobody shows, it's going to be outside. That's why we say rain or shine. If nobody shows up, then Abby and myself are going to go through some small workouts, preparing us, uh, preparing kind of like the transition into our next powerlifting prep phase, I guess. So I've been in my off season of powerlifting, doing more vault. So I've been doing a lot of more volume. Um, in the off season because I have my army PT test coming up and when I'm lifting heavy, I can't run. My, my legs feel like I got two center blocks strapped to them and I'm not going anywhere. So my off season was more volume than I I've typically done. I don't think it was enough, but I think it was good enough. I think it was good enough to meet standard, but I don't, I don't think it's where I needed to be. Um, so, you know, if we go up there and do a workout tomorrow, it's probably going to be some core, a little bit of legs and a little bit of upper body, just a few workouts, some back, just to get the blood flowing, some soreness kicked out of us. And then Sunday, June 3rd. Yes. Tomorrow's Saturday, right? No, June 4th. No, 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 no. Shit. Today's. Today's the first, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, June 3rd is when Abby and myself are going to start going through a powerlifting prep. Uh, I do all my own programming. I do a, a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Variation. A variation. I don't know if that's the word I was looking for. It works, but I don't know if that was a one. Just use variation. I can't think of it. I'll be using a... Conjug, conjugate style variation workout 
routine, I guess, is what you can call it. Um, so, yes, I do conjugate. I follow a lot of the Westside Barbell mentality and a lot of the Westside Barbell's uh, training and habits. So that's what I do. That's what I coach. That's what I teach. So if you're somebody who likes to, you know, do these close stance squats and, you know, all quads and lower back, you know, if you come to me for coaching, I want to change that shit real quick in a hurry. Um, so, yeah. I guess we can go ahead and start talking about then, right? Yep. So, Saturday, that's what we got going on tomorrow. Iron City Barbell in Jackson, Ohio. Uh, great gym. If you don't have a membership there, go get a membership. Tell them I sent you and maybe... Don't go to Anytime Fitness in Jackson, Ohio. They suck. Don't go to Anytime Fitness. They suck. They blow. Their trainers are trash. I don't know. Any, I, I don't know any of the trainers there, but I've been to Iron City Barbell, and I go to Iron City Barbell, and I've been around the barbell and the iron for a while. I'm only 26 years old, but I've been around this shit, and I can tell you right now that the owner and some of the members there, not all of them, some of the members there, they actually give a shit about the members and actually care, and they're there for you, and they want to help you out. They're not just there to collect a paycheck, because we all know. Money is not in powerlifting. It's starting to, though. The last competition, you bite my finger. Almost. I wonder if they heard that. They probably heard that. Yeah, that you, hurt. you about bit the shit out of my finger. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the last powerlifting meet, what is it, the U.S. Kearns Open, I think is the powerlifting meet. Anthony Habiasi, or Anthony? Habashia. Habashia. I know I'm butchering your name if you're listening to this, which you probably won't for like another five years. But a guy named Anthony, I think he won the $40,000, huh. which is a shit ton of money for powerlifting. Hollywood Hobbs. And uh, Hollywood Hobbs is his old Instagram name. His new Instagram name, I'm not too sure what it is. So, I don't know. Search it. You have, you know, thumbs. You Google it. So, yeah. Don't go to fitness or don't go to Anytime Fitness. So, m moving on to, like, our next little subject here. Um, Sunday... We're kicking off my powerlifting competition or powerlifting prep. I will be competing in the Lexington Fall Classic October 26th, Friday at Lexington Strength in Columbus and Grove City. And I think I can get a. Actually, let me. I want to. I want to put my. I want to tell y'all what my goals swipe are. Up, bro. I can't swipe up. I use my thumbprint, bro. You can swipe up for your calculator. I'm about to bro. swipe you out with my fist. I'm kidding. Absolutely. All right. I want to tell you what my goals are. My goal is a 750. This is a minimum. 750 squat. 525 bench press, which I've done 535, but I can't freaking get a total on the platform with my bench press, which is a story for another time. But 525 bench press is my goal, and I'm hoping for a 650 deadlift. Which that will put me at a 1925 total. I think that is a very realistic total. And I also think it's a total, uh, like a minimum total. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I didn't do better than that. How much better? I'm not too sure. But my goal was 750 squat, 525 bench, 650 deadlift, puts me at 1925. That's my goal. Um, my training method consists of two heavy days and two speed days. Basically, West Side stuff. Um, I'm going to be incorporating some volume at the beginning, 
with my accessory lifts, a little secret of mine uh, that I do that I throw in my workouts is I hit back every single day I work out. That's my that's my little secret. If you guys are looking for a secret, that's it. Oh, I did it. Yes, you did. I didn't go in there. Yes, you did. Whatever. Uh, sorry, a little sidebar combo. So that's my goals. But a little uh, a little secret of mine is I do back exercises of some sort every time I work out. Whether it's upper back, lower back, get some delts to get wide, high lats, grow my wings. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'll be doing. <clears throat> Maybe Abby here. Do you know what I'm about to say? Uh. Maybe I'll be doing the Iron City Barbell competition, powerlifting competition, in October 20th. I've been honestly contemplating about it, but... Have you? Yeah. If you could see the smile on his face right now. I'm trying to talk her into doing a powerlifting meet, but... We'll see. We'll see. She's scared. We'll see. She's scared. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't committed to it 100% yet, but it's kind You have, like... Three weeks to make a it's choice. Like, it's like 80-20. Like 80% of going, 20%. <laughs> yeah, 80% you'll take me I'll or... go. All 20% right, so. I might not. So as of June 1st, she's 80-20. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, so... It, 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 man. <laughs> that took a... That took a lot out of me just now. <laughs> Your brain broke. Alright, so... That's going to be her first... If she does this powerlifting competition, it's going to be her first one. Um, for all you listeners out there, if you have not done a powerlifting meet, I highly recommend that you do one. It's not... You're not in competition with anybody else but yourself. Powerlifting is a one-person sport. You don't have a team out there helping... I mean, you, you have a team helping you, but you don't have more... You're the only one that's moving the barbell, all right? You have a team. You have people there helping you out, coaching you up giving you cues, helping you with your equipment, and giving you your water and your food and all that stuff. Um, so behind every good, every, behind every lifter, there's a team. But on the platform, there's only one person up there, and that's you. So if you got a little competitiveness in you and you want to try something new, powerlifting is where it's at. One of my favorite things about powerlifting is you don't really get out of breath when you train powerlifting. <laughs> I get out of breath. What are you talking about? I don't get out. That's why I don't like CrossFit. I've tried CrossFit guys and girls, and let me tell you, I don't like it. Not one bit. And the reason is, is because I'm tired from the time they say go from the time I'm done. Like, I'm tired the whole time, and I don't want to be tired the whole time. Fuck that. You Stupid. said this already. Did I? Yes. Yeah. Fuck it. I don't like it. <laughs> Powerfield, on the other hand. I get out of breath. Speed squats. She gets Definitely out of breath on speed squats, and I get out of breath on speed squats because I got to do... 10 freaking sets warming up before I actually go. Then I gotta do 10 more. Um, but yeah, if you've never done one, I highly recommend getting on the stage, getting on the platform, and doing one. You're, you're, the only competition is yourself. You're the only one that's gonna be able to move that bar. And if you keep beating yourself over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, Remix. you're eventually... <laughs> going to beat some motherfuckers on the platform and make a name for yourself. So get out there, compete, do something, quit being lazy, 
Quit giving yourself excuses. Don't be one of those guys in the gym like I see all the time. Currently, at Iron City Barbell, if you guys are listening to this podcast, I know what y'all are doing. They're walking around thinking they're all hot shit. Yeah, I'm going to do this competition. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing it in two weeks before the competition or a week before the competition. They back out. Um, so don't be one of those guys. If you're going to commit, commit. Don't puss out. Um, I just I just recommend. Sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just recommend getting on a platform. It's it's a life changing event. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get a client who stuck to my plans, stuck to the book, stuck to everything I was telling her, and she went to her first powerlifting competition. She won her weight class, and she beat all the state records. So my training works. Come and join Diamond Strength Systems. Get coached up by me. At DiamondStrengthSystems.com. At DiamondStrengthSystems.com. Or private message either me or John at John underscore Royster on Instagram or at the underscore Abby Lynn. L-I-N, not L-Y-N. Yeah. Yep. So that's how you can contact us. Uh, DiamondStrengthSystems at gmail.com is another way you can contact us. Uh, <clears throat> what else? So, yeah, I, I love coaching. I'm going to continue to coach until I can't coach anymore. I'm continuously reading and learning new methods and new habits and new, just some new shit. I'm just trying to learn as much as I can so I can help present it to you all to help get you all on the platform and turn these average lifters into great, fantastic lifters and turn these great, fantastic lifters into all-time world record holders, which I haven't done yet. So I, I think that I'm going to be the first person to coach because I'm going to coach myself and, and coach me and you and I honestly think that I don't know if I'll ever be an all-time world record holder but you'll be up there I'll be top 20 for sure yeah and um, my goal is top 10 I want to be top 10 in my in a 181 weight class we'll see what happens so that's all the fitness stuff now we're going to move into <clears throat> excuse me now we're going to move into some of this random shit uh, just some randomness. It has nothing to do with fitness. So if you guys want to tune off, tune off. If if you are tuning off, thanks for listening. Uh, go check out DiamondStrengthSystems.com. You can find me on Instagram at John underscore Royster. You can find Abby at... The underscore Abby Lynn, L-I-N. <laughs> it's not the Abby Lynn, L-I-N. It's just <laughs> the Abby Lynn. And you spell Lynn, L-I-N. Yes. All right. So <clears throat> that's how you can reach us. Uh, go on there, contact us, email us at diamondstrengthsystems at gmail.com. If y'all are hopping off, thanks for listening. It's been good. Please share this, like it, subscribe. Deuces. And see you next week. See you next week. And if you're going to keep listening, uh, cheers. I don't know. Uh, here we go. So, <laughs> Mazel tov. So, Abby and myself have experienced... An abundance. An abundance. Of mistakes. What's the word more than abundance? A cornucopia. A cornucopia is one of those things that you set at the table for Thanksgiving, and it has a bunch of fruits in it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey Siri, what's a cornucopia? A mythological symbol of abundance. 
The cornucopia, also called the horn of plenty, was a symbol of abundance and nourishment. Commonly, a large horn-shaped okay, container but it's overflowing also with fruits. A large-shaped container that holds the fruits in the Thanksgiving, and that's what you see. So on the we're right. We're right. Plate. So you're right with the with the horn-shaped container, and I'm right with a lot or plenty or okay. abundance. So well, we're both the same right. Thing. So, same shit. All right. So we've had an abundance. Or a cornucopia. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> cornucopia. Of mistakes at fast food restaurants. Fast food fucking restaurants. They suck. We normally always, always go through the drive-thru. And we order something and we go on the road and we're freaking eating our food and we realize that something is missing. Missing. How hold, can hold, you- on, hold on real quick. Just for all you listeners out there. We don't eat fast food often, but sometimes we do in the off-season. We're not perfect. Don't judge me. Continue. But, so we find a mistake, and something is missing. How can you simply miss something that is written on the receipt or on the monitor that you are reading to create our order? This is what I see from my end. So if if you work at a fast food restaurant, this is what I see. I pull up to the window. Hi, welcome to McDonald's or Wendy's, because it's always one of you two. Hi, welcome to McDonald's or Wendy's. How can I help you? And I'll tell you what I want, and then I read it on the screen. Verbatim. Ten-piece chicken nugget. Coke. Sweet tea. Whatever. I see it. sometimes a Whopper Jr. would... No onion with cheese. Yes. When I say no onions, I mean no motherfucking onions. So... It says it on the screen. It says it on the screen. So what I what I picture happening is you press a magic button and everything on that screen gets put onto a piece of paper called a receipt. And or, then that receipt goes to somebody else. Or it gets projected on another screen. Yep. And then what's on your screen after you press the magic button gets sent to another screen. And I just kind of picture a room full of like people food. with food and, like, and they, they look at the screen. And everything's laid out. So you have your burgers, you have your cheese, you have your buns, you have your lettuce, all in a freaking row of what you're supposed to be putting them into. So all you gotta do is put the bun, put the burger, put the cheese. But you read the screen from probably top to bottom. And you get rid of the onions. Yeah, so you move on. You skip the onions and you freaking move on. So you're gonna read the shit on the screen and you're gonna notice something sticks out to you. It says no onions. So you're like, all right, I'm about to make this and not put onions on it. Red flag. Red flag. If you see no... That's a no. That's no whatever. So you do that. You put it in the bag. And, you know, I think what happens is that the person handing me the food checks that shit. I mean, you cannot tell me that this person is getting paid just to hand me a bag. They have more responsibility than that. And I think one of their responsibilities is they're going to double check the bag. So if I got a freaking burger, french fry, and a drink... All you have to do is look in the bag. It's not like you have to move anything around. Do you see a french fry? Yep. Do you see a burger? Yep. So they can at least make sure the items are in there. It's not their job to make sure that there's no onions on it because they're at the window. They're past that part of the the process. But they hand it to me. Sometimes we'll check it and catch something right there. Uh, Where were we at last time? Oh, we were at McDonald's. Okay, I remember the entire order. We had a... Sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle with a hash brown. And then Jonathan over here got 
two bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles and two apple pies. And I got an orange juice and he got a coffee. So then we pull up, we pay, and then we pull up to the second window and he goes, here's your orange juice. Here's your coffee. And then he hands us the bag, right? So then I take out my hash brown and I happily eat it. And I give Jonathan his bacon, egg and cheese McGriddle and he happily eats it. Then we go to Walmart, we walk back into our car and I'm like, oh, do you want your other bacon, egg and cheese McGriddle? And he's like, yup. So I pull it out and look at there. It's not in the bag. And the thing is, is that I complained. Well, I didn't complain because at McDonald's, you can get two bacon, egg and cheese McGriddles for two for four. Two for four dollars. But oh on, yeah, I remember that. On, we were in the drive-through, and on the menu or on the screen, it pulled up at six dollars. And I was like, "Wait a second, why is it two for six dollars when it says two for four dollars?" Yeah, so I told her, I was like, "Hey, your screen says six bucks," and she's like, "Yeah, we'll fix or we adjust it on our end or whatever." She said at something like that or whatever at checkout. So and then she adjusted it on the screen to please so, my face. Obviously, they know that it has to be two. We just, it's like we just had this conversation. So we got to Walmart and we walked back out. And she's like, hey, do you want your other burger or whatever? And I'm like, yeah. She goes in the bag to get it and it ain't there. The shit was gone. So I went back to McDonald's, took the receipt inside. And I really wanted to throw a fit, honestly. But the poor kid that handed me my burger, he probably had nothing to do with, with that thing. And I didn't want to just ruin his soul for no purpose or reason. Because I was, I was litty. I was on fire. I was pretty mad I had to go back. Yeah. Another instance is when um, I ordered something from Wendy's and John ordered something from Wendy's. And it was, we both got two separate meals. We, we drive through, we got our order, we got our bag, yada, yada, yada. We get down the road and I realize that his meal, his entire meal is missing. We get the drink, but not the meal. Yeah, I remember that. That was stupid. So we drive all the way back and he goes inside to get his meal. What did they say? They were just like, oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, so I walked in there. I'm like, yeah, you guys, uh, I got two meals and you just didn't put my meal in the bag. And the guy was like, fuck. And he didn't say that, but you could just tell his face went from like, how can I help you to fuck? And I don't know. I kind of wanted to like say something then, but I don't don't know who's involved with making my stuff or the bags. And I don't want to just destroy the wrong person. And the thing that gets me really, really mad is that there are people, there are some people that think that working in a fast food restaurant or whatever, that they should get paid more than minimum wage. They should get paid at least like $15. And I'm like, you should not be getting paid $15 to mess up my order every single time that I come. I understand that if you are a store manager or your assistant, whatever, or your shift manager, whatever, or if you have a really big duty in that restaurant, then sure, maybe you should be getting $15 an hour because you're working full-time. But if you're working part-time and you've been working there for five years, ten years, you should still not be making $15 an hour because there are full-time jobs out there that do not make $15 an hour. And for all these mistakes that they are making, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth it. These jobs are designed... For young individuals, high school kids, to go out there and learn what it's like to have a job, to work as a team, to follow simple directions and instructions, not for 30, 40-year-old people still working at fast food joints. This job's not for you. So if you want a better job, 
go learn some more uh, va- valuable skill. Or if you can't find a better job and you like what you're doing, don't ask for more money because you choose to be there. You're, this is your choice. Yeah, the, the job is not to support a family of three and, you know, a diesel truck. That's not what the, that's not what the McDonald's window workers for. It's for high school kids to learn what it's like to have a job and to show up to work on time and to learn to take instructions. And at some point, if they move up to a management role or something, they can learn to give instructions and be a leader. That's what that job's for. It's not for old people. Like, get the fuck out of there. Maybe a management job. You know, their, their job's probably a little bit more difficult and might, may have more responsibilities, but whatever. And then it kind of ties in with the whole um, Walmart workers or Target workers or any retail store target chains or whatever asking for more money to be paid when you go in at night and all the self-checkout ones uh, checkout lanes are open and none of the people who actually check you out at the cashier are open so and it's kind of like i'm not working at walmart so why do i gotta check myself out why do i have to ring up my own items and bag them do i get paid for doing that well you know what I mean? Like I, I, th- get, I, I think it could come in handy. So picture this. A young, rambunctious, 18-year-old boy, 18-year-old man, or whatever you want to call it. You got a young, rambunctious, 18-year-old man going to buy some condoms. Yeah. Feels a little nervous. Yeah, but don't open all of the self-checkout. Like, just open, like, one or two and then have one, two, one or three lanes that are open. Because people are working there and then... What if you had a question? No one's there to help you, or they have a couple lines that's usually open at night. But there's like three or four workers, and then all the self checkouts are open. Which it's self efficient. I can see the. I could definitely see the positivityness. Or is that a word? Jesus, that was a long (laughs) one. I could definitely see the the positive side of things when it comes to those. But typically, if me and Abby is going through a Walmart or some place that has a self-checkout, and there are workers behind their station, like, manning their conveyor belt, ready to check us out. If they're just standing there, nine times out of ten, me and Abby is going to go to that person because, to me, I feel like if we use the self-checkouts all the time, that it's going to show Walmart, it's going to give Walmart a reason to get rid of Employees. Employees. So I try to I try to stay away from the self checkout lines as much as I can. Unless it's like, fuck this line, it's long as shit. I wanna just check out my order of bananas and rotisserie chicken and get the hell out of here. Another thing is is that a lot of them stand outside. Whenever we go to our Walmart, a lot of them are standing outside. Yeah, they gotta like, get like their, three they, or four. They gotta them. get their vape on. But still it's like you can you can last, you can wait. Like just go and do your job. Yeah. Which I don't understand why people that smoke get fucking 20 breaks a day. They'll, they'll, hey, they're like, hey, I'm going on smoke break. Ten minute, they come back in 10 minutes. They work for 10 minutes. Hey, I'm going on smoke break. Like, bruh. I also don't think it's professional to do that. Because then you're interacting with these customers and you're smelling like cigarette smoke. You know what I mean? Yeah, c- just- cigarette. Like, you know what? I enjoy a nice, good cigar. I really do. I enjoy smoking a nice, fat, juicy cigar with a nice beer in like a bar or, you know, a nice calm setting. It's very relaxing. But it's 2018. 
tobacco's wacko. Like, uh, it's, it's just, it's old. Like, like you've seen all the things that can go wrong. With give smoking. me one positive side of using tobacco. I can't think. Can you think of any? None. I mean... It's a proven fact that tobacco is not good for you. Yeah, it's not good for you. I mean, I enjoy a nice cigar, but I guess I can't say, like, get rid of tobacco, because yeah. cigar's tobacco. Yeah. But... But you're not going to go smoke a pack every single day. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I like cigars, but I'm against cigarettes. I mean, it's whatever. I, You know, I'm not... Whatever. We'll just leave it at that. But, I don't know. That's all I got to say about about that. All right. Moving on to our next topic. Um, bringing dogs into the Yeah, public. dogs in public. What do you got, Abby? I got... Um, I just don't... I think people, when they see dogs, they either go, Oh, that's a really cute dog. Or, I'm afraid of dogs. Or, they scare me. Or, they look scary. <clears throat> is what my impressions are. Because... First, we got two pit bulls, and I know there are a lot of um, haters haters and shame for having pit bulls or just pit bulls in general, but us having pit bulls, I, we do like to take them out in public to show that not all pit bulls are bad because it's just the way that they are raised, and we like to try to expose our pit bulls to all these people, to all these things, so that they know that it is okay to what they're being exposed to. So with that being said, is if we bring our pit bulls into a crowded area or we bring them out to public because we want them to enjoy the outside life and not be inside all the time, please do not just stand there if we are trying to walk by. Yeah, if we're walking down a sidewalk and we can tell that the people walking towards us is like nervous or sketchy or... Something like that. Typically, we'll either... Walk a little faster. We'll either, like, get distance from you. Or we'll just have our dog sit and we'll stand there so you can comfortably walk by. And then we'll continue our walk. I don't mind to do that. But, like, for instance, we were at at Hocking Hills a few weeks ago. And there's, like, this sketchy-ass staircase made out of rock. And they were kind of wet and slippery. And uh, we were walking up the staircase, and there's like these four older couple, these four older people walking down the stairs. And I think old people just have it out against pit bulls. That's just my personal opinion. But they were walking down the stairs, and they just stopped so we could walk past them on the stairs. But we we waited at the bottom of the stairs for these douchebags to walk down. And these stairs aren't wide. They are very narrow. Like one to two feet. Very wide. narrow, yeah. And we waited at the bottom, and they're like, they just stopped there looking at us, smiling. Like, bruh, move your feet. Like, let's go. Yeah. And they just stood there. They were like nervous. So we didn't want the dogs to get that negative energy from them and freak them out. Yeah. So we're like, all right, let's go. And, you know, I mean, we walked by him. No big deal, whatever. But, uh. Yeah, it just bothers me when people don't know what to do, I guess. But it's just common sense. It's like if we stop to let, and you're still walking, just continue to walk. Don't stop 
and then have us play like the chicken game of who's gonna go yeah. like who's gonna cross the road first i don't know but um another one was where where we were walking and another family with their dogs came and their dog was just barking its head off and onyx and callie were just so quiet because they don't really bark at people onyx is an 85 90 pound pit bull he's a big boy and then callie's about 55 but yeah but so there, there's this little kick me dog that was barking its head off and it was just barking and then callie i guess started barking because that dog was barking and, and it, it wasn't like she just started barking like this this little ankle biter was barking at us for five to, like five to ten seconds which is which is quite a while for barking yeah. and the thing is is that their owner didn't try to stop the dog nor did they try to walk away faster and it just kept progressing and i was just like all right there are two dogs barking onyx i think was starting to bark and i was just like all right people are trying to come here and relax and or take a nice relaxing walk or enjoy the scene and the view and the views and i was just like i don't want to have people be like oh i try to go on a walk and the freaking dogs are barking i don't want to go back you know what i mean like i don't want to ruin anyone's day yeah and i was like but it's like i'm trying to get my dog away from this other dog but that dog's not moving, so I just had to pull Callie, and Callie's Because she just, that, the woman just fucking stood there, and she was just standing there, letting her dog yap, 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 and she, so she was walking past us. This was kind of a larger area, not like the little... Yeah, there's probably like 10 feet. Yeah, there was like 10 feet in between the dogs on the leashes, so like 20 feet between us and her. Mm-hmm. She was walking by us, the dog started barking, and then she kind of stopped. And let the like let the dog bark or something like the dogs are going to like lick each other's faces or something. Yeah, and this and, dog was probably like ten pounds. Like you could pick it up and walk away. Yeah, and mm-hmm. me and Abby stopped because our dogs, especially Onyx, he's very he's not hard to control, but if he starts pulling you or whatever, like he's not a five pound little Yorkie. Yorkie. That's so weird. <laughs> I was literally thinking Yorkie. But I was like, nah, Yorkies are a little smaller. And then you said Yorkie. I'm like, fuck it, Yorkie. <laughs> That's so weird that you thought my mind. Or you, like, read my mind. Or, like, read my okay, mind and my thoughts. We're just one of the same. I guess so. Yep. So, yeah, it's not like our dogs are just little, so we can be like, all right, all right, Onyx, come on, let's go. No. So, she was walking by us. We thought she was going to continue to walk by us, but she decided to stop. So, her dog barks. All dogs stop barking. Then everybody's like, oh, my God. Who, like fight. <laughs> these big dogs are barking, stupid pit bulls, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's just, so if you're out in public with your dog, keep him, you know. Try to have some dog manners. Dog manners, like, you know, if you're, uh, if you see a bunch of kids walking on a sidewalk, pull your dog in a little closer. You know, kids, you don't, you can't, kids are unpredictable. They, they could. Reach out. Have food in their hands that your dog might want and might go for. They could have, they could reach out and hit the dog on accident. You know, they just want to pet the dog, but or grab their tails. You know, or they're two year, two three years old, just stumbling along the sidewalk, and they don't know how to gently pet a dog, so they just smack it on the head. Yeah. Um. So just keep in, you know, when you got your dogs in public, be professional. Keep in mind of others that are around you. Um. You know, just be respectful of others because. Like, for instance, there's a, this, I'll be quick, there was a video I seen on Facebook a while back of this guy, had a, he had a Great Dane service dog, mm-hmm. and he took it into, like, a Wendy's or something, mm-hmm. 
And there was a couple sitting down eating inside of a Wendy's, inside of a restaurant where food is served. And this guy brings in this giant oh, Great Dane. I've seen this. <clears throat> you seen it? And yeah. that woman flipped the fuck out. She went off. Yeah. Completely flipped out. Which, <clears throat> if it was me sitting in there, I would be like, oh, look, a dog. I want to go pet it. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind at all. But like if, the dog... if you're like a germaphobe or if you're so, like, she flipped out because she was like, she thought it was unclean. Yeah. She thought that it was disgusting to have an animal in a food environment, which... I get. I understand that there's people out there who feel that way. I completely do. And if it was me, and I had a service dog, I know damn well I didn't walk all the way to Wendy's. So, if it was me, and I had a dog with me, I'm not going to walk into the Wendy's just to show the dog off. I want to... We drove there, so I want to just go through the drive-thru and get my food. I'm not going to... I don't want to... I don't want to ruin someone's day, and I'm not there to please everybody, but I'm respectful of others. Yeah. And that's just my personal thing. I'm not out there to be like, you know what, I'm John Royster. I'm going to do whatever the heck I want to do, so suck it. Yeah. That's, that's not me. That's not what I'm going to do. I can put, I can understand where she's coming from, but she went off. I think her actions were totally unnecessary. But now that I think of it, dogs aren't that gross or dirty yeah i mean like they don't shower like we do if you take care of them but, but they, they can't bathe themselves yeah but they don't mm. shower like we do like they probably shower once a month or, or if you really like to clean your dogs then probably once a week but they're as long as they're not licking anything or like pooping or peeing in <clears throat> the restaurant then that's fine because think about it people walk barefoot yeah. places you know what i mean like they're not it, it's the same thing like your she, snotty fucking two-year-old is probably has spread more germs than a dog sneezing wiping his boogers and snot or her snot all over the place yeah. so just be just be aware of your surroundings and don't be scared of be respectful of all pitbulls of, of, of be respectful of other people's not all pitbulls are bad uh, which if you don't know diamond strength systems our business our company that we own we take a portion of the of the money that we get from, like, the profit that we make, a portion of that is saved up to buy things for sheltered dogs. We don't just give the people cash. We save up. We buy beds. We buy blankets toys. and toys and bones and stuff like that. We actually take it to the take it to the pound, which we'll probably end up doing a video on on our YouTube channel, uh, which you need to go subscribe to our YouTube channel. I think it's our YouTube channel is called The Royster X14. Because I made it a long time ago, but you have to have so many... I made a lot of videos, so I don't want to make a new one, you know? Yeah. And you have to have so many subscribers to change your name. So, that's that. Dogs in public, that's another little thing we just want to talk about. Just just be aware. Uh, My topic. This is mine. I picked it. What is your topic? I didn't even know you had a topic. PUBG. Oh. Players on Battlefield. And that's when I leave. That's when she leaves. But, so PUBG... It's a game. It's a video game. I'm sure y'all heard of it. It's like the new Battle Royale sensation. That and Fortnite. Very similar. Uh, I really like the game. I want to play PUBG on my Xbox One X more often. But I can't because the game's trash and it sucks. And I don't like it. The game's cool. The concept is cool. But the functionality of the game itself on a console on the Xbox One X sucks i don't you know it's just it's from the simple things so what happened pubg's basically if you don't know what it is i'm sure you do but i'm gonna tell you anyways you fly there's a hundred people on an island you fly in this airplane 
freaking airborne ranger style and you just kind of pick a spot to land and then you hit your jump button you jump out of the plane you parachute down to the ground you free fall then you open your chute then you land and you land with what you got you know your clothes on your back that's all you got so you gotta start looting shit you gotta like fucking search buildings search houses uh caves stuff like this you gotta find these you gotta go search these areas for weapons for bandages and medic medic pouches and helmets and armor and all this stuff well the game states that it is not a finished product which i understand but i don't feel like the makers of this game is putting any effort into finishing it they just keep coming up with more shit to put in the game so they have like a jungle map instead of completing that map they just come out with another map so now we have two maps that are half half like halfway done. If you play PUBG, you 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 probably know of like the issues that the game system has itself. But when I'm like running around and I'm like, "Oh, look, a a, a freaking AK40 an AKM. I think it's an AKM in the game. Oh, look, an AKM." You got to pick it up and you're like, you push the button, nothing happens. So you like move your player to the left, move your player to the right. Tap a tap a button or something or whatever. Something, you know, it, it takes way entirely too long to pick up weapons. Like, I want to get into the vicinity of this weapon. I want to press X and pick this shit up. I don't want to have to look directly at this weapon. And, like, Fortnite, Fortnite is an awesome game. Uh, I don't like the graphics that well because it's, it's pretty cartoonish. And you have to build, you, you got to, like, build walls and build ramps and build ledges and stuff. What's our What's our song? Psycho. All right, get it ready here in a minute. So yeah, I just Fortnite is just it operates so much better, so smooth. The graphics are smooth, the frames per second smooth. Everything about this game is just smooth, and it's just a much better game operatively. Like the the, oper- the functionality of the game is better. And I really wish PUBG would just finish this game instead of... Because they were making monthly updates to this game. Like, big patches. They were fixing this game big time every month. And then they quit. And then they come out with Marimar, a new map. New desert map. It's like, bro, just finish... Just finish the game. Like, I'm tired of playing beta. Finish the game. Make it work well. Make things operate good. Even the Even the movement... The movement of the player aiming that's just so it's just slow it's just slow for me and i really truly want to play the game more often but i can't because fortnite runs so much better so i'm out here playing cartoon games with little kids that's pretty much how it happens yeah so thank you all for listening that is the end of our podcast number two of diamond strength podcast Diamond Strength Podcast, Episode 2. Big shout-out to... Who are you giving a shout-out to? You. Nah, I mean... Big shout-out to Iron City Barbell (laughs) for giving us the opportunity to wake up at the ass crack of dawn and go teach a boot camp class. the ass crack of dawn. I'm waking up... 11 o'clock. You'll be fine. It's pretty early, though. Not really. I wake up early. So, shout-out to Iron City Barbell for letting us uh, utilize their facility... Uh, 
you know, go check go check them out if you're in Jackson, Ohio, or around the area. We drive 30 minutes there four times a week to work out and 30 minutes back home. And we you can do it. You can do it. If we can do it, you can do it. We have a gym five minutes from our house. Uh, we are just not fans of that gym. Jamie, the guy that runs it, uh, very personable, very professional. The guy who runs Iron City Barbell, not the gym that we don't like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jamie Ball, the guy who runs Iron City Barbell. Great guy. J.R. Swisher also works there. Marty Jacobs. Marty. Uh, big shout out to those guys because they're they're kind of giving us a platform to use. They're kind of give us an, a, giving, giving us a space to use, uh, which is really cool. And they're really cool people. We're able to share ideas, talk about things, express ourselves. And we all just kind of get along. We're all just, like, I don't want to say a family because we haven't really been there long enough, I think, to be called, like, a real true family. Yeah. But we're close. Like, distant cousins right now. Yeah. But big shout-out to those guys. Go check them out if you haven't. Uh, if you're not currently in a gym, which I don't know why you'd even be listening to this podcast if you weren't already in into fitness because I don't know how you'd find out about us. But if you're thinking about working out or whatever – Go check them out because they have a lot of help there. They got a lot of people there that can help new lifters uh, up their game and get on a better fitness level. So thank you all for listening. That is the conclusion with Diamond Strength Podcast. I'm John Royster. And I'm Abby Lenchenko. And we are out. See ya. Oh, I thought we were going to say Diamond Strength Systems. But here's a... Oh, oh yeah. One more thing. Oh, here's our favorite song of the week. Okay, bye. Damn, I ain't be going psycho. The mama bad like Michael. Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on you. My roof look like a new.